So in this episode, we're going to look at walking bass lines for jazz piano, and we're going to show you how to write an authentic walking bass line in your left hand for any chord progression and any jazz song. So a walking bass line is an effective tool in your jazz piano toolbox. When you're creating arrangements of jazz songs, you want to create variety. And to do that, you want to keep changing texture as you play the song. So a walking bass line, first of all, sounds like this. So it's where you play quarter notes in your left hand, and the bass line basically, rather than just staying on the root for two beats or four beats, however long the chord is played, instead the bass line comes to life and it walks to the next note. So usually it starts on the root of the, the chord, and you're always trying to get the root played on beat one of the chord, and you're always aiming for the next chord's root. So a walking bass line is a really nice technique. It's where your left hand basically comes to life and moves, it basically walks to the next note, to the next chord, and it basically creates more energy in your playing versus the standard sort of playing that you'll be doing mostly when you play jazz piano, which is where the bass line, your left hand will just play the root for the duration of the chord. So it's nice sometimes to inject some more energy and to have a walking bass line. And you don't have to play a walking bass line throughout the song. Usually I would just use this technique sparingly. I might use it just for two bars or four bars or eight bars. Maybe I'll just use it for the B section of a song. It certainly is more demanding as a player. It's technically challenging. You have to sort of figure out what your line's going to be. You have to play it and you have to focus more on you know, more things when you're playing a walking bass line. So you don't have to play a walking bass line throughout a song, but it's just an effective technique to just sort of pepper in here and there. So let's just take a look at how to write a walking bass line. We're going to use the 251 chord progression throughout this lesson. That's going to be how we're going to demonstrate the 251. We'll take a 251 in C major, and that's going to be D minor 7, the 2 chord going to G dominant 7, the 5 chord, and ending on C major 7, the 1 chord. So when you write a walking bass line, the goal is to land on the root of each chord on the first beat that the chord is played. So that means for the 2-5-1 in C, our bass line is going to start on which note? That's correct, it's going to be the root of D minor 7, which is going to be D. And we're going to play this 2-5-1 as two beats for the two chord, two beats for the five chord, and four beats for the one chord. Because the 2-5-1 can be played at that, that tempo, or it can be dragged out, where it's four beats per chord, and then ending on two measures of the one chord. So we'll just go with two beats, two beats, four beats for this 2-5-1. That means we have one extra note, so that's going to be beat one, we're going to play D, then we have to get to G on beat 3 for the G dominant 7. So we have one we have one note to fill, which is going to be beat 2. We have to find a way to get to G dominant 7. And then we have another beat to fill, 
to get to the next target note, which will be what? For a C, for a C major seven, it's going to be C. So those are our target notes. That's the first step when you're writing a walking bass line, is to figure out which target your bass line has to hit. And you just want to hit the root of each chord on the first beat that it's played. Now it's up to you whether you want to move up to your target note or down. You can play any of these notes down an octave or up an octave, so D down here, or we could start from D up here. G, we could go to this G, or we could go to G up here. And C, we could start on this C, or we could go to this C. So it's up to you which octave you want to aim for, where you want to place your target note. So you have some freedom when you're deciding which direction your line goes. If you want to go up or down, it's up to you. So once you've figured out your target notes, the next step is to figure out how you're going to get to the target note. And really there's two ways that you can move when you're writing a walking bass line. And those two ways are going to be by leap. So any third, fourth, fifth octave is going to be a leap. These sort of bigger intervals are what I would call leap. And when you leap, you're going to use chordal tones of the chord. So for the D minor seven, we could leap from D up to the fifth of the chord, which would be which note? go to G dominant 7, playing G, we could leap again to the fifth of this chord, which would be G up to D, and then we could go to C, the root of the C major 7 chord, like that, or we could leap from D minor 7, just go D up to F, Again, just using chordal tones of the chord, so D minor 7. You go like that, D, D, F, G, so D, F, G, B, C. So that's the first way you can move, you can move by leap. When we leap, we use chordal tones of the chord. So you're not just leaping to a random note out of the blue, you're leaping to the chordal tones, which are the root, third, fifth, and seventh of the chord. Now the other way that you can move is by step. And when we move by step, we're just going to move up the scale. You're going to use notes of the appropriate scale. This is where you have to understand the two five ones mostly, like you have to understand when you're in the middle of a two five one and what key it's in. And for a two five one in C major, if we start on D, then we could walk up the scale. So here I'm walking by step and I'm just walking up the notes of C major scale, which would be the appropriate scale for a 2-5-1 in C major. You can use the notes of C major scale for all three chords, the two chord, the five chord, and the one chord. And for all of these types of movement, you can go up or down. So for step, we already looked at going up the keyboard, but we could go down as well. So 
I start on D up here. I could just run down the scale, which is a nice pattern because it brings me to G in perfect timing for the five chords. So D, C, B, A, G. Then we could keep going down. G, F, E, D, C. Which again will bring us to the one chord in perfect time. So starting on D up here. Now another technique I like to use when I'm writing walking bass lines is the half step below approach pattern. We talked about this when we were looking at improvisation a few episodes ago, but it works just as well for the walking bass line. So say you're targeting the G, you're starting on D here, and your target note is G. Well, you can proceed G with a half step below, which would be which note? Half step below G is going to be F sharp. This is going to take us chromatically out of scale, but it's fine in this context because it's a brief dissonance which then resolves back into scale. And this can be a really nice approach pattern when you're writing walking bass lines. You can proceed any of these target notes with a half step below. You just want to make sure you hit the root of the chord on beat one, so that's your target note. That means that the beat before, you can play a half step below. So there, I was targeting the D with a C sharp to D. We're on D minor seven here. F sharp precedes G for the five chord. I did some leaps down. G, D, G, B, C. And again, B, C. That is also a half step below approach. Although in this case, it doesn't actually take you out of scale. Here you're just using chordal tones of G dominant seven. G, D, G, B, C. So again, C sharp, D, E. F, F sharp, G, D, G, B, C, E, G, B, D, C. Now I'm actually going to notate a series of walking bass lines. You can download that for free over at my website. Just go to jazztutorial.com forward slash podcast and you can download the sheet music to a whole series of walking bass lines all applied to the 251. So you can download that for free over at jazztutorial.com forward slash podcast. So now we can just take these simple techniques we've looked at, moving by leap, moving by step, and the half step below approach pattern, and we can just combine these in all sorts of ways to create pretty much endless possibilities with our walking bass lines. Of course, we can write some lines going up the keyboard, some other lines that are descending, 
And when you combine all of these possibilities, you end up with almost endless walking bass lines. Now, you don't actually need endless walking bass lines. In fact, it's a good idea to just come up with a few sort of favorite shapes, especially for the 251 pattern. So for the 251 chord progression, you just want a handful of walking bass lines that you've, you've sort of learned. You've taken them through the 12 keys. And they're just there ready when you play through a song because that way you can easily just sort of play a walking bass line over a 251 and you're not having to compose everything on the spot. So that would be my advice to you. I would get a journal or some sheet music where you sort of write down all of your jazz piano ideas in one place and I would just write a whole sort of series of walking bass lines. So write some that use leap, write some lines that use step, write some lines that are ascending, descending, some lines that use the half step below approach. And that way you can be organized and efficient with your practice time. So you write down your best ideas, then you come back to them later, play through them, decide which ones were really the good ideas, the best ideas, and then you can just loop them until you've ingrained them and you've memorized them. So all of my lines, I use these sort of three techniques. Really it's two techniques, but I added in an approach pattern, but mostly we're just moving by leap. But we take these bigger leaps using the chordal tones. D, A, D, F, G, D, G, B, C. So there I was leaping down the D minor seven chord. One, five, one. So one, five, one, three, and then I repeat that pattern for the five chord, G dominant seven. One, five, one, three, so that's G, D, G, B, C. So you don't actually have to have many walking baseline patterns up your sleeve to sound authentic. Personally, I probably have about four regular sort of go-to patterns that I use for the 251. And for most of my playing, that's it. Of course, you will come across other chord progressions that aren't a 251. And in those cases, you now know how to write your own walking bass lines. You can just use a combination of step and leap as well as the half step below approach. And you should be able to always create a walking bass line that moves from the root of one chord to the next. Now, of course, when you're moving by step, you have to be aware of which scale the music is in. And most of jazz is going to be the major 2-5-1, just played in different keys. And to figure out which scale you're going to play, you just have to know what key it's in for each 2-5-1. And the quick way to do that is to look at the one chord, which is going to be a major seven chord. Let's say we have a C major seven chord here. Well, that is pretty much guaranteed going to be the one chord of the scale. So if a C major seven chord means that the music is in C major scale for that chord. Let's go through a few other examples though. Let's say you had an A minor seven chord going to a D dominant seven chord, 
ending on a G major 7 chord. Which scale would you play from in your walking bass line if you had these three chords? A minor 7, D dominant 7, G major 7. Well, that would be a 2-5-1 in G major, so you would play from the notes of G major scale. And you'll also have to know the interval pattern of the major scale so that you can build it from any note. That's all you need to know. Let's do one more example. Let's say we saw a B flat minor seven chord going to an E flat dominant seven. B flat minor seven going to E flat dominant seven. So in this case, we just have two chords. And this is going to be a two five chord progression without a one chord. But what would the one chord be? B-flat minor 7 would be the 2 chord, so you can just go down a whole step from B-flat to A-flat, so this would be a 2-5 in A-flat major, so we could imagine the A-flat major 7 chord, and that means we would play A-flat major scale. So sometimes they'll just be partial 2-5-1s. You might just have two fives, or you might have five ones. So we've already looked at this in a previous episode when we looked at harmonic analysis for jazz songs. And you might want to go back to that episode if this sounds unfamiliar. And that way you can really know which scale to play from if you want to play walking bass lines that move by step. Of course, the other method, which is moving by leap, is a bit more straightforward. All you have to do is write melodic lines that use the chordal tones of the chord. Again, that's going to be the root, third, fifth, and seventh of each chord. Now there's only so much I can convey in an audio podcast, so to really help you with these walking bass lines, I want to invite you to download my free walking bass line sheet music, which I've put together for you. You can go over to jazztutorial.com forward slash podcast, and you can download the sheet music and print it and really study it at the piano. So I've annotated the sheet music so that you know which techniques I'm using, and you can just print this out, you can play through the patterns at the piano, you can choose your favorite ones, and you can just loop them until you've memorized them. So to download that for free, go to www.jazztutorial.com forward slash podcast. That's jazztutorial.com, one word, forward slash podcast.